This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good Friday morning after the election, everybody. I have breaking news. Uh, neither guy won yet. I am Brenda Geek <laughs> from Ocala, Florida. I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, and we promise not to talk any more politics. That's it. Neither guy won. Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for November 6th, episode 2554, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. Congratulations. You made it to Freestyle Friday. Thank God. That means Jamie and Glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really bad ads on Horses in the Morning. It's been a long week. <laughs> it's like it's it, I think it's been a long year, yeah. and this week has been like another year. Another year, and just because yeah. of a lot of little things going on. If you're not in the United States, you still know what's going on and why it's been a long week. Talk to us about what's on today's show, okay, which should be more well, fun than the week. It will. We're going to make it fun because we're going to talk about the custom equestrian gifts for the holidays. And we're starting holiday talk early. Yes, we are not going to play Christmas music. This is not Michael's that I'm walking to to pick up my custom framing. (laughs) And I heard, here comes Santa Claus. And I was like, no, it's too soon. Anyway, I digress. What were you saying? Stop it. Stop that. Go ahead. That's Go ahead. that's a horsey Christmas song, Glenn. Uh, we are going to talk about custom equestrian gifts for the holidays because you have to get a, your custom orders in a little bit early. So we're just going to start giving you some shopping ideas. But it's not like we're celebrating Christmas yet, Glenn. Let your we're... heart be Stop it. Stop it right now where I will leave. <laughs> now that's in my head forever. Uh, Jenny from Equa Ribbon Creations is coming in. And then we're going to have an Equiderma. I guess a lot of Equa. Yeah, Equiderma of guest today. of the Funny. month is Kelly Williams of a bit better farm. And we're going to have some really bad ads, of course. And then I've got some fun daily winnies. And we've got all sorts of good stuff. So here we go. Make the oh, stop. I mean, I love her. Uh, she could sing the phone book to me, but just not yet. <laughs> Happy birthday to some of our terrific auditors, Serenity, Serenity Lemons, Marge Klenner, Laura Gladden, and Katie Moulton. You might have done it. I Good did. Job. I think I got them all right today. Look at that. Look at me. I'm improving. I just needed to get sick for a month, and now I got it. Look. Well, I have two daily winnies. First, we're going to give it to the person that sent me the birthday card in the mail that says, psychologists suggest that a little wine on one's birthday is perfectly acceptable as a means of lessening the anxieties of aging. And you open it up (laughs) and then you open it up and it says, how you define little 
is up to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks, Colt. <laughs> I got a sweet birthday card from Colt, and he made a little donation to the horse and hound uh, oh, wow, rescue nice. that I did. And also, um, all the people that donated. Oh, my gosh. You guys, we raised over $1,000 for horse and hound just by Yay. doing my little Facebook birthday thing. Um yeah. So thanks to all of you. Winnie's to all of you. You're all amazing. I can't believe stuff like that happens. Um, my other daily Winnie goes out to a sweet, sweet 16 year old named Emma who wrote me the nicest letter. And basically she wants to come and work for me and live here. And, um, I, at 16, I think Emma that once you're 18, the best thing for you to do is hop in that truck and trailer and start taking some courses at Monty's or if I have a course here. Oh my gosh. She is motivated to take over the horse world. Is she and a I'm, listener? She's a listener. She, I'm, she, and she said to, uh, she said she has a horse that could be possibly as good as Duke or Chili. I don't know about that. <laughs> That's got to be a pretty Definitely not horse. as good as Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> and she said happy anniversary, Glenn. So anyway, a sweet, sweet girl. Um, thank you very much for se- sending uh, me your letter. And um, I think Wait you are there. off to L- a good start. Let's back up. We have teenagers that are listening. We got to clean it up now. Dude, I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't either. I think we we knew we did. We've gotten letters from people that uh, say their five-year-olds love us, which is totally bizarre. But, hey, it's Breeders' no. Cup weekend. Yes, uh, it is. Starts today. Breeders' Cup is happening today. NBC is doing a lot of coverage from noon to, uh, let me see, today's coverage starts from 2 to 6. And then tomorrow from noon all the way to the Classic at 513. So there's lots going on. And, of course, in the Classic, we have a Kentucky Derby winner and a, a bunch of other horses. To be honest, people, we haven't covered racing a lot this year just because of this year. And it's just been a nightmare. Uh, I was so. doing, I was, I, I've been a maximum security fan ever since he lost the Derby because of the drama that happened in yeah, 2019. Yeah. Uh, and I've always loved him and I've, I've wanted him to really win a big race. Now the, this, the sad thing is that now maximum security who was trained by Jason service has moved to Bob Baffert. Yes. Bob's been, uh, uh, I've seen more controversial articles about Bob this year, just in the last week than I have ever. I know. He's been getting in a lot of trouble lately. But I'm just tired of seeing him win everything. (laughs) That's true. I want somebody else to win, but I love maximum security. So my heart is torn. Well, tis the laws in there too. So at three to one. So there, you know, tis the laws in there too. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. But if you care, go on and watch it. 2020 is a wash for everything. I don't know. Probably (laughs) maximum security will run into 15 horses, knock them all down and still win because it's 2020. (laughs) No, 2020. That's right. He's going to sprout wings. Or we're going to have to count ballots for like uh, six weeks and then we'll decide. And he's going to look like Jumanji 2 where he lifts (laughs) off and takes off and swirls around the race, swoops down in front of the finish line. And they have a, they don't need a photo finish because everybody else is They'll have to decide whether flying is legal or not in racing. And they're going to be like, you know what? Let's let it go. Why not? (laughs) So you posted a little video the other day. Uh, By the way, I'm glad that you're not broken and in the hospital. Um, You did a side saddle lesson the other day. Uh, One of our listeners stopped by. 
She did. Maggie Herlinski came by and gave me and Abby a side saddle lesson. And, you know, the, I said, what do I need? She, she was coming through town. There's a side saddle division, like four miles from me. And she does saddle fitting and sales. She's kind of the all knowing being about all things side saddle. And so she came and gave Abby and I a lesson. And I got to tell you that, you know, I, y'all know how Who'd I felt you about ride it. anyway. Well, that was the thing is she oh. was like, okay. I said, what, you know, what do I need? She's like, a horse that won't kill you. <laughs> I was like, well, that yeah, I don't have any of those. <laughs> sounds fun. Um, so I used Zeus actually, and oh, Zeus well. actually took to it fairly well. He was a very good boy. Abby rode Drax and he was awesome. They were both fantastic. And, uh, y'all, y'all know, I, I tried cutting, which was super fun and exciting, but a little scary. And uh, this is coming from an inventor. Cutting yeah. was scary. Driving was terrifying. Yeah, she Side hated saddle? driving. <laughs> driving was the uh, probably the scariest thing I've ever done, to be honest. Um, but uh, the side saddle, that's up there. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the problem. She's like, I'm going to give you a lesson. I'm like, I don't want to. What do I do? She's like, Get on. And her fiance was with her and he was like, just get on it. The horses figure it out. I'm like, great. I'm glad the horses <laughs> figure it out. I have no idea what the hell to do. And then she's like, point your toes, which is counterintuitive for mm. a, a rider. So to it's toes down toes. instead of heels down? Toes down. Okay. Um, and then gripping. And I've got to tell you that my right butt cheek hurts still. <laughs> oh, my God. Because you're kind of hanging so off bad. the left side of the horse, right? You're on the left side and your right leg is How do you get on? Around. That's what I said. <laughs> So you just, well, you know what was even harder than getting on, Glenn? Getting off. Getting off. <laughs> I was like hooked all over. by then your, your muscles aren't moving anymore. <laughs> oh my God. I actually, I was like, as graceful and beautiful as Abby is. I was like, I wish I had video and you getting off. <laughs> oh my God. It was so, cause you can't like lean forward. Cause there's that thing in the way. So you have to like stand up, but then there's like this seat uh, behind you. So you have to really like ninja kick your leg over the back of the horse. And then you're trying to like lay your belly down, but there's a big hook in the way. I don't know. And you walked and trotted, right? Did you? I cantered. Oh, you cantered? Yes. And then her fiance goes and sets up a two foot three vertical. In oh, the no. And I was like, <laughs> uh, that's not happening. Thanks. <laughs> you can put that down. And they were like, okay, well, I want you to practice jump position. And I was like, what do I do? She's like, you like lay forward and put the, put your uh, boobs in front of your, in between your knee, you know, your knee in between your boobs. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I did that and went over the pole. And I think they were hoping that Zeus was going to like spring over the pole, but Zeus has clunk better it <laughs> yeah he's kind of tripped over it uh so they did put a, and then they put three poles like smashed all together and i'm like i know what you're doing <laughs> so the whole lesson is over and what she said and what i heard in my head probably are different but i'm going to tell you what i heard in my head okay so i'm on zeus i've been walking and trotting and i even cantered and we come up to the gate and i'm kind of done because my right butt cheek is cramping at this point i'm sweating it's hot I, I it's not hot but i was like super hot from working so hard and uh she's like girls y'all did great and here's what i heard in my head and then i'll tell you what she actually said uh she said jamie you and zeus could go enter a walk trot class right now abby you could go win a walk trot <laughs> class right now <laughs> does it help to have longer legs I don't know. 
she's just she, that girl would look good. I, that is one thing I, by post. the way, that I noticed when I watched both videos. I was like, wow, her legs are really long. And yeah, you know, because I watched you 10. first, because you know you're kind of tiny, and then I watched her, and I was like, wow, her legs are really long. <laughs> Let me also point out, I'm on a 15 one hand Mustang, and she's on the 16 three hand thoroughbred, <laughs> who clearly is a better mover than my horse. But what she actually said was, Jamie. It's not much better. Uh, Jamie, you could go enter a walk trot class. Abby, you could go enter a walk trot canter class. But I know what she meant. Basically, Abby. <laughs> and I said it to her. And I was like, oh, okay. Do you so- feel secure? Um, Yeah. I, I mean, you feel totally- like you're in the saddle. You're not going anywhere. I, it was totally natural. And I was just took right to it, Glenn. It was amazing. And I was so comfortable. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Do you feel like you're going to fall off the left side? Or does it feel like you're tucked in? So I actually said that to her. I was like, I really don't feel very secure. And her fiance is like, put your arms over. And they both grab your arms and like start pulling you around and everything. Like, see how secure you are in that saddle? And I was like, that is true. I am secure sitting here standing still. But if my horse did something... Like anything, I feel like, and they were like, in 30 years of teaching, we've only had one person fall off. Everybody always, you know, half the people, when we take lessons, they're jumping by the end of the lessons. And I was like, basically, I'm going to look like a big a-hole out here because I'm going to be afraid to do anything more than walk. <laughs> um, but I cantered. I was like, put on your big girl panties, pull them up, <laughs> draw, string them together. We are going to, go. I was like, I'm going to go canter. She's like, okay. And then I'm like, how do you get the horse to go? Once I was like, finally got on the horse. I go, how do you get the horse to go? And she's like, how do you usually get the horse to go? And I'm like, I put my leg on. And she's like, do that. Well, I only have one leg. So I put my leg on. What does Zeus do? Side pass. <laughs> He's like, I know this one. I, I know this one. I just side Yeah, pass. you know how I felt the first time I went to see Gloria Austin with her fancy, very, very, very expensive Spanish foreign hands of horses, four horses out there, like 25 reins in your hands. And she hands them to me and goes, here, you drive. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell to do. And the horses are going everywhere. <laughs> She's like, they're like, you just do it. Just yeah, go, get on exactly. and go. She and says, well, like, these reins are for the front and these reins are at the back. And I couldn't tell which was which. <laughs> I basically started just clucking and like giddy up. I was like, giddy up. <laughs> go and i shook the reins at him and he's like uh okay whatever <laughs> like walks off i was like what if it that? feels weird to the horse do you think or does the saddle distribute the weight so it doesn't feel like it's all on one side for the horse he actually seemed fairly comfortable you know samantha um, who is our our uh side saddle oh, listener is now right dying now. right now yes maggie she's... and samantha are dying right now <laughs> listening to this but y'all i respect man respect and, and she was yeah, Samantha does that all day at Rolex. She's one of those outriders. She sits there all. Day. Oh, I got. I was told that if I wanted to have an outrider position in a side saddle, I could at Rolex. <laughs> but I was thinking, I might rather die. <laughs> You'd rather I drive mean, a cart. <laughs> again, it was. It was really. I'm. Uh, it's one of those things I've always wanted to do for sure, and it definitely takes a lot of skill and a little more practice than I had in in one lesson on a horse that's never done it before. That I'm pretty sure at any point could would try to kill me because he was like, what are you doing? Um, but, but again, I definitely have a respect for the people that do it. I think you guys are amazing and And awesome. Keep on doing it. (laughs) Keep on doing it, man. I can't wait Uh, to get you out here to drive scooters sometime. That'll be fun. I'm now a member of the American side saddle association, Glenn. So honorary member, they give you a title. I, you're a doctorate of side saddle. Now you have an honorary doctorate. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, no, no. I signed up. I'm a part of it. All right, let's uh, let's. That was very funny. I needed that today. Uh, let's go You're on. Welcome. I'm glad everybody can laugh at me. We love to support uh, people who are doing creative things, especially creative things around the holidays. We've always done that at Radiothon, and we've always highlighted people that especially do custom gifts. It's something we've done since we started this program 10 years ago. And we're getting a little bit of a head start this year because some of these custom gifts take a while to get together. You, they, you, can't, be, you can't order it two days before Christmas. So this one especially takes a little bit of time. We've had her on before. I think it was a while back. Her name is Jenny, and she is with Equa Ribbon Creations. And she does some amazing work. And this is one that I think if you're looking for something for uh, a family member or for what a trainer or anybody like that and you can get them to give up their ribbons a child a child would be perfect uh because ribbons just sit around getting dusty anyway you never do anything with the damn things they end up in a box eventually so uh let's get jenny on hi jenny hi how are you good you have jamie and i here it's uh, so glad you got to join us again Yes, thank you very much. Well, we were just mentioning that we love highlighting small businesses and especially individual entrepreneurs that do creative, cool things that especially that we can buy as 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 Christmas gifts and not shop on Amazon. So yeah. <laughs> that's why I wanted to have you back. Uh, you take people's ribbons that just sit around and collect dust, usually in a bedroom or in a tack room, and you take them and do really cool things with them. How long have you been doing this? I've been doing this for about five years. And I think we had you on probably about five years ago. It's been, uh, we, we've, I, I think, wasn't Reese Koffler Stanfield one of your customers, if I remember right? Uh, one of our hosts uh, has bought from you in the past, I remember. But tell, oh, okay. <laughs> tell us what kind of things you do. Um, so I do a little bit of everything. I do some pillows, um, wall hangings, stockings, table runners, and wreaths. Um, some of my new items include the ribbon bears and the ornaments. And, you know, one of the cool things that I like is, and I think you encourage people, is send, don't just send me all blue ribbons. Send me all your ribbons, because then you can do more colorful, fun things with them, right? Absolutely, yeah. It's so much fun when I have a bunch of different colors to work with. I am sorry. I wouldn't be able to entertain you because I only have blues. So <laughs> in America, that's first place. Yeah. Do you uh, now? Does it? Do you clean them or do you take all? You know, I'm thinking about the shabby ribbons I see my wife have that have had a pro. Do you encourage people to send new ones, old ones? Doesn't it matter to you? Um, it doesn't matter to me if they're wrinkled. I iron them here. Um, if they have stains on them, unfortunately, I can't remove them, so I don't clean them. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you can't be expected to clean people's ribbons. The one thing I've seen <laughs> it with your pillows, too, is I just love how you use the rosettes uh, to make different designs. And I really like the ribbon teddy bears. Yes, they're adorable. <laughs> I don't know anybody else that does ribbon teddy bears. I really don't. Uh, they They are really adorable. Do you, do you, and I, I'm seeing some Western ones too, like I, I, I saw the Quarter Horse Congress one and things like that. Do you, are, does it, do you prefer working with certain kinds of ribbons, like the bigger, obviously, championship ribbons or the smaller ribbons, or doesn't it matter? It doesn't matter. I don't have a preference. Um, I have some big neck sessions that come over, um, and then I have the little bookmark ribbons that I use 
Um, but they can all be used. Any type of ribbons can be used in the creation. And if you're thinking about the holidays, I really like the wreaths. <laughs> yes, they're great. They're great to display um, in the holiday season. And and the prices aren't that bad either. I mean, we're talking, uh, I'm looking at the pillows are like $50. Uh, the bears are 75 because you have to actually, I think, start with a bear and, and go from there. But I mean, you can do wall hangings that are that are a little more expensive. I like the ribbon art too that you put in shadow boxes. That's really cool. And you also do ornaments that so you can actually hang on the tree. Those are like 30 bucks. So this, I mean, the wreaths are 30 bucks. This is very affordable. When do people have to get their ribbons into you to, for you to be able to get them done by Christmas time? ASAP. <laughs> okay, that's what I figured your answer would be. <laughs> so get them in quickly. It's equiribbonscreations.com. Also, Equiribbon Creations on Facebook. We'll put links to that in our show notes. Uh, keep up the good work. Look, it's a lot of fun. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, Jenny. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. There's our first idea for the holidays. You can find it, as I said, at equaribboncreations.com. Have you ever done anything with yours like this? No, because I usually hang mine in the barn until they die, turn dusty, and then they go in the box. <laughs> and so mine would be very sad-looking creations. I was going to give you this. Uh, so I posted videos on my Facebook page of riding side saddle. Mm -hmm. And Samantha actually commented. Oh. Yeah, she Samantha, wrote, for those that don't know, lives in Lexington, and she has been a side saddle rider forever. She said, see, I told you your butt wouldn't hurt. And I wrote, Samantha, my right butt cheek went numb. <laughs> and she wrote, numb isn't hurting. <laughs> Suck it up, Jamie. <laughs> Suck it up. <laughs> oh, God. Samantha doesn't, um, she didn't put up with much crap. No. No. No, she does not. <laughs> you wouldn't want to take a side saddle lesson from Samantha because you would be sore the next day. She didn't put up with crap. <laughs> she's, not, she's not into <sighs> crap. Hey, uh, uh, thank you, uh, everybody, for reaching out to ask how I'm doing. I haven't really given anybody a report since Monday, but uh, I, I'm doing a little bit better. I can actually eat with Tylenol now instead of narcotics. Um and uh, went in for a bunch of blood work and stuff yesterday. So I, I'm doing a little bit better. I wish I was, I could say that I am back to normal, but that isn't the case. But uh, every day is a little bit better. So I'm happy with that at this point. I'm just hoping, hoping by uh, Thanksgiving, I can actually have like a Thanksgiving meal. That's my goal. Hey, Ooh, living, living big, buddy. I know, I know. Um, so uh, I have some news for you that none of you are going to like. I'm going to break everybody's heart in the entire audience. Are okay, well, I already know that Thor's married, okay? That has <laughs> happened already. Uh, the researchers from a university in Sweden that I can't pronounce uh, have observed that horses may not be as affectionate toward humans as previously assumed. The New York Post is reporting that horses don't exhibit particular emotional responses that may indicate they love one person over another. Unlike dogs that really pick out a person and love their humans to death, what they did is they observed horses or they examined them in this study. And what they determined and they went by their heart rate was they, that uh, they do get higher heart rates every time they were separated from a human being but that the heart rate went down no matter what human being came back. 
So it didn't matter whether it was their handler, their rider, or just any human being. And I've always said, I don't think that Scooter really cares who comes over and feeds him. He just cares he gets fed. Uh, so there, before you start arguing, everybody in the audience is now having a conniption. Um, there, that's just what this study shows that, uh, really that they, they don't attach to one particular person that, you know, it's whoever feeds them. <laughs> just saying. I'm going to call <laughs> bull on that. <laughs> so go ahead, go ahead, dispute the, the scientific study here. Uh, yeah, science. We all know that's <laughs> how that's working right now. Hey, so Maggie, actually, while she was here, I said something during the side saddle lesson. I was like, man, I should have done some homework. I'd really love to see some people riding side saddle, you know, like doing jumping and doing all the things I should have prepared. And she was like, well, I'll go ahead and get on and show you. And she was meaning Zeus. And, and I just wanted to be like... I like you too much for that. Like uh, the the last person that got on him, the only other person to ride him is Abby, and 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 he ran away with her. <laughs> like I was like, don't. So I think that Zeus is very clearly my horse, and he loves me, Glenn. He loves me and only me. It's the rest of the and story. Maggie got on and made him look wonderful. No, I again. <laughs> I once I told her about that, she did not push it oh. any further. <laughs> Um, but the fact that horses don't love specific humans, why then do I walk outside and every one of them comes running up to the barn? Because they love you me. feed them. That's no, why. No, they love no, me. No, I think you feed them. I, I think my opinion is, from the horse husband's point of view, but having owned a few horses in my lifetime, I think they do, I think they recognize people, but I really think they're happy when there's people around to feed them, and I'm not sure they miss us when we're gone for a week. I figured it out. I figured it out, Glenn. What? Are you sitting down? Yeah. This study was done by Fox News. Obviously, it's biased. But no, it wasn't Fox News. It's on. I have it on Fox News. It's, it's been on every. New York Post had it too. I mean, it's been on every. Again, same thing. <laughs> It's been on every uh, every news outlet out there because I think that people don't like horses. We're going, see, we told you so. <laughs> yeah, horses don't like you. Hey, by the way, uh, there's also a study on the horse.com and um, Newsflash. <clears throat> horses can read your intention. They can read your intention. I have to start study show again because <laughs> it's, we're, we're, uh, we're in territory of duh. <laughs> horses simply put they realized when we the humans weren't planning on giving them a reward or we were planning on giving them a reward and you can even go deeper with that the horse no okay horses can read intention your normal everyday loving horse is out in the field and you go out to get him and you can't catch him why do you think that is because he knows mm. it's not food time and it's time to go work it is your intention. You have that halter slung over your shoulder. <laughs> yep. You're marching out there. You're walking right towards him. Eyes on my shoulder square. Send right up to him. I'm going to catch you. And I'm going to get you in. I got only an hour and a half. I got to ride you. I've only got that. And they're like, <laughs> no. Screw you, Thank lady. You. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, I do God. think so. Because when we're feeding, we're always, well, not always. Hey. Oh, Krista Leste Lacerre is the author of this. We've had her on the show. Oh, bunch. yeah. Well, She's yeah. based in the one based in France. I think See? we should get one of these Swedish authors on because, you know, people in Sweden are nice and good looking. 
<laughs> and they have that museum that we talked about on this. That's exactly right. I, I picked this particular commercial out for Kentucky Performance Products because I was going to follow it. I was going to do this commercial right after I brought you this exciting news about horses not loving you. So here is this commercial. You'll see why I picked it. Can't wait. You muck out his stall every day. You toss him hay and feed him his grain with just the right supplements mixed in. You adjust his blankets to keep him comfortable. And you always make sure he has enough fresh water. Before you ride, you brush off all the dirt and notice every bump or scratch. As you train, you feel every stride and notice each swivel of his ears as he listens to your aids. After you ride, you pause for a hug because your relationship is what it's really all about. The feeling you get when you hug your horse is priceless. It's why we do what we do at Kentucky Performance Products. This feeling is brought to you by Nalox Advanced. Fight back against colic and digestive upset. Nalox Advanced provides a scientifically advanced blend of ingredients that work synergistically to maintain your horse's digestive tract in peak condition. The horse that matters to you matters to us. See, that's why I picked that commercial right after that story. The feeling that you get from hugging your horse. (laughs) Not the feeling your horse gets when you hug it. Although listening to that commercial, maybe I need Nalox Advanced. Maybe that would solve my problems. I think that in Biotic 8, you'd be all good to go. (laughs) I'll tell my doctor, okay? All right, let's go to our Nalox next... Plus, maybe, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think right now, yeah. That'd Double be... both of them. <laughs> exactly. All right, tell us about our next guest while I get her on the line here. Okay, our next guest is Kelly Williams of A Bit Better Farm. A Bit Better Farm is a full-service equestrian training facility in Brookville, Maryland, and she just helped organize... The... Hey, Kelly, it's Jamie and Glenn on Horses in the Morning. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. I was just talking a little bit about you and uh, you have a farm called a bit better farm up in Brookville, Maryland. How's it going? Yep. It's going pretty well. Yeah. We're having a lovely day today. (laughs) Some good weather. I was going to say, is it, is here in Maryland? It's, it's fairly wintry up there. Yeah, it is, but we've had a really good week. It's been beautiful all week. So we're really enjoying it. Fantastic. Now, I was reading a little bit about your bio, and you graduated with a degree in math. Of course. The That's what we all do. Wait a minute. She's the only horse girl in the world with a degree in math. I know, right? How on earth did you go from a degree in mathematics to like riding and competing and running a farm? It's really more that I went from riding and competing to going to college because it was the right thing to do graduating with a degree in math so I could check that off my list and then I just came back to riding horses so <laughs> I'm sure my parents I'm sure my parents were really pleased but um you know it definitely um yeah it was a little bit of a left turn coming out of coming out of college but well, it was I'm going to interrupt money, here I'm going to interrupt money well spent Mr. Yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Williams I'm going to interrupt here exactly. has your math degree helped you make more money than the average uh, horse person in the horse world Oh lord no okay. I can't say I can say now I will say math does help sometimes in you know the business end of things but I I'm certain it has not helped me make more money yeah. I wish it had but <laughs> your parents do too <laughs> Exactly <laughs> 
Now you guys are eventers. Talk to us about uh, you know there there might be some people listening that don't know what a classic three day actually is. T- you just helped organize one. T- talk to us about that. Well, the classic three day is something that um, those of us that were lucky enough to start eventing. Um, uh, gosh, I'm trying to imagine when the last one was really running at the international level, but. Um, I started eventing um, back, oh God, 30 years ago, something like that. And basically, eventing as a sport has evolved to move away from the classic format because of the requirements that we have to meet um, to be in the Olympics um, to make it a little bit more basically user-friendly. But the classic format is really what many people, myself included, believe is at the heart of eventing, which is a proper three days of competition, the first day being um, dressage, the second day being endurance day, which most people are familiar with the cross-country phase of eventing, but endurance day adds on um, some roads and tracks, which is basically just kind of moving the horse out and about through the countryside um, at a at a slow pace, but at a pace that you know requires them to be um, somewhat fit. And it also adds um, a steeplechasing phase, which is running a steeplechase course, but solo, not in an actual race. Like you see when there's like, you know, a whole bunch of horses kind of almost running each other over and it's terrifying. But, um, uh, so it, we do that and then it culminates with the show jumping on the third day. So, um, all of that is kind of tied together with the horses having to be able to pass several, um, veterinary inspections along the way, making sure that they're sound and fit and ready to compete. So it really is, um, you know, it's quite an experience to get your horse prepared for one and to make sure that they're able to be, um, you know, primarily the fitness aspect of it, that they're ready to compete in, in a proper classic uh, three-day event. So I always try to encourage my students to do the ones that are available now, um, which are more at the lower levels, um, but it's a wonderful, wonderful experience in horsemanship and really camaraderie, which is something that is very special about uh, the sport when people get into, especially when they get into doing the classic three days, because everybody really supports each other a lot. It's really fun. It is a, it is a feeling that, uh, of team that you can't even imagine how many people get together to make that successful for the yeah. rider. I'm trying to think like, okay. was it 2002 it, I got it. I got it. I just what looked it? it up. All right. So the last Olympic games that included the longer classic three day was the 2000 summer games in Sydney. 2000. Okay. 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 And then that, makes sense. that yeah. year, apparently, um, they, uh, that, oh, oh, it was 2005 that badminton, uh, Rolex and Burley ran yeah. their last, uh, the last one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The ages ago, isn't that weird that 2005 is it, like a long time ago? <laughs> God. I find it somewhat terrifying to consider how long ago when you say 2000, I'm like, Oh gosh, that seems like yesterday. And yeah. yeah now it says here that ago, they friend. did it to eliminate it being that they were talking about taking it out of the Olympics unless they developed a shorter format. And that's why they exactly. did. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's really what we had. I mean, in order to be able to remain an Olympic sport, we had to make a lot of changes. So, um, that was, you know, that was the, the decision of, of the governing bodies was to move in that direction. It yeah, did I've add been, a long day. It made cross country a long day. <laughs> it did, yeah. and so much it packing. Was. Oh my God, you had to pack <laughs> yeah, so true. much. There was a lot of packing. <laughs> you know, there's a whole. I mean, there's, there's lists and lists of the things that you needed to have. We just we had such a wonderful time 
uh, two weeks ago at the classic at Waradaka, but going through the list of things to try to help people understand that these are all the things you need to have with you. And here's where you need to have them. You need to have them in the 10 minute box and you need to be there after the finish of steeplechase to make sure your horse has shoes and you need to do this, that, and the other. And people's eyes were bugging out a little bit, but it was really, you know, it's really fun. It's a really can, it's a, can I throw this in? An though, adventure. As a horse husband, um, I remember those days. My wife was an adventure then, and it would be like I'd watch her go out of the box, and I'd I'd say, "Okay, I'll see you over at the first jump." She said, "Yeah, in an hour," and I was like, "Oh God." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just sure. keep yourself busy. Back in the days where you didn't have a smartphone to scroll through, you just no. sit there and wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I well, know. See, and, and that's where everybody then, you just you roll on over to the vet box and you can help out your fellow competitors, uh-huh. which is what is so much fun about it, you know? So we're all in it together. <laughs> now, talk to us a little bit about uh, bit, a bit Better Farm. Well, the, we've been, um, we're actually getting, we're coming up on our 15 year anniversary here at the um, current location where we are in uh, Brookville. Um, my family, myself and my husband and our, and our two kids, my parents and my sister and her husband and their two kids, we, uh, well, not the kids weren't involved in buying it, but we all bought it together. It's a compound. Um, and yeah, it really is. And I'm going to tell you, like this year during the whole quarantine and everything, it has been amazing to have everybody here because right. we kind of have our own little our own little community, which has made this much more tolerable for us. We feel really lucky. Um, but um, so, yeah, we bought the farm uh, about 15 years ago and it needed a lot of work and repairs and we rebuilt um, the house and all that kind of stuff. And for the first almost 15 years that I was here, I had um, a boarding operation. We've since moved that um, to a new facility down the road. And so that I can sort of focus on training and horse sales here. Um, And then I do a ton of teaching out of a bit better farm proper. And then also at the the new place down the road. So um, it's, uh, it's a busy operation, but it's super fun and everybody's involved. The whole family's involved. So it's really nice. I, uh, you know, I question if it's really nice all the time, but mm-hmm. we don't have to get it's into not that. Really nice all the time. It's, not, <laughs> it's not really nice all the time, but the balance <laughs> is pretty amazing. I will say, you know, you have to, you have to step away from, and there's, there's challenges for sure with everybody okay. kind of living in close quarters, but. So it's your parents though, and, 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 and not his parents. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That would cause a lot of problems for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's tricky, right? You know, but I think, I think we've all, I think we've all actually come through. I mean, it probably took almost 15 years for us to all sort each other out, but we're all doing pretty well living together now. So you, you can get awesome. used to anything. Yeah. And especially exactly. if you have some help, you have your parents around, they help with the kids and you've got to go oh to work. That definitely that's makes been it amazing. And yeah. I think that's been very, very, very special for all of us. Um, the kids too, you know, like it's been really awesome to have everybody involved in that way. Well, let's talk a little bit about Equiderma before we let you go, because you are an Equiderma sure. sponsored rider. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what are your what, favorite products? You know, it's funny. Um, I was talking to um, the folks at Equiderma about doing this and they were like, wow, well, they'll probably want to know what some of your favorite products are. And, I feel like I would get a little silly going in detail on ultimately all the products that I've used. I, everything that I have that I use from them is just really 
exceptionally well made and really, um, really useful in the barn. Um, if I have to pick one product, um, everybody kind of makes fun of me because I have my, uh, my favorite, uh, the lotion that they make, which is just a really nice, it smells really good and it's extremely effective at treating basically any kind of skin, anything that comes up. Um, I, I, I put it on everything. I feel a little silly about it, but I've treat, you treat your normal scratches and rain rod and, um, you know, all those kinds of things. I've treated a ringworm with it extremely effectively. Um, and the really nice thing kind of in addition to the fact that it actually works, it does what you need it to do is that, um, I, I reiterate that it smells much better than similar products that you might use for that uh, purpose. But it also, um, I have not had a single horse have any negative reaction to it, which some of the other, other products out there, I'll have the odd horse that's a little sensitive skinned and they get irritated by um, certain products. And I've never had a horse have a bad reaction, which is a big deal because if you're trying to keep your horse um, moving well and they get a little nasty skin on their back under the saddle or something and you apply something that irritates their skin, it's just, uh, you know, it's a serious headache. So the products are amazing. Um, and they yeah. really, they really stand by them and they, you know, they, they, you know, they put in a ton of effort to making them really useful. They make a wonderful fly spray, which I know sounds really silly to like, you know, go on and on about fly spray, but it's all natural. You can use it on yourself. Um, and it is, you know, it's, it's effective. So your audience is people that use fly spray. So we've done whole segments on fly spray. You're fine. Uh (laughs) I I do. I did see that one of your other favorite things is zinc oxide paste. And yeah, Yeah. this the zinc is what I put on all my horses in the summer that have the white noses Mm -hmm. because it really helps protect against sunburn. Mm -hmm. And, uh, also, you know, it's so easy to spread. Unlike yeah. where, when I had a kid and I was having to put zinc on his bum because of yeah. diaper rat, like that stuff is icky it's and true. gooey. And it's like, like spreading a pebble, you know, like trying to push yes. like yes. Play-Doh onto your kid, you know, and this is not that it's really easy to smear around and it's really nice. Yeah. And it's really useful for the horses who are fussy about all of those, if they get sunburn on their yeah. nose or if they get the really nasty, heavy, scabby scratches on their pasterns. Uh, I have horses that will not let me touch them in those circumstances. They are just absolutely, there's, you know, they get really cranky about it. If you can just get a little bit of this zinc oxide paste on there, it stays and it treats the scabs. And then by the time, you know, you need a reapplication, the scabs are actually already coming off. So you don't have to mess with the horse that's really fussy and cranky about it, which is also really nice. Awesome. Well, Kelly, as always, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing some of your life and a little bit about eventing and talking about the paste and all of your favorite products that, that uh, Equiderma makes. Your website is a bit If you guys, you guys have horses for sale, you can answer questions about eventing. You can help with lessons. You do a little bit of everything and you do it a bit better. How about that? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kelly. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. I think she really is the first first horse girl we've ever had on that had a math degree. Uh, yeah. It doesn't happen. You know, my my husband graduated as a math major as well, but he went on to be a fighter pilot and now he fixes fences and plays golf. So, (laughs) whatever. Math would probably help in golf, actually, I think. Uh, Nothing helped me in golf. I was awful. All right, let's do some really bad ads. How about that? Sounds good. Pay it. I say, pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. 
He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez fair. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It's time for some really bad ads at time of the week when listeners submit ads from Facebook or Craigslist or someplace, and we just have a little bit of fun with them. We've been doing this for 10 years now, and uh, we haven't run out of ads yet. So let's, uh, wow, this is the first time I'm seeing this month's prizes. we got some good ones, huh? You know what? As a, <clears throat> excuse me, as a side saddle rider, I would really appreciate the first one because <laughs> you use a cinch on most side oh, do saddles. They? Okay. I was wondering about that. Was it and so, yeah, there's a lot of straps, uh, but this one, I, I was like, oh, that's a Western girth. And she was like, yes, it's a cinch. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, the professional's choice contoured cinches specially shaped to allow freedom of movement in the shoulder and keeps the saddle securely in place. The cinch features newly designed buckles made from solid stainless steel and shaped to keep the latigo securely in place. Did I put, is it latigo? No, or latigo, latigo is correct. Yes. Look at me. Look at you asking me how to pronounce something. (laughs) $109. And that's one of the prizes that we're going to be giving away at the end of the month for everybody that submits ads, whether yours gets read or not. We get so many, we can't read them all. Equa Brands has the next prize, and these are all provided, by the way, by horselovers.com is the one that organizes all this. Thank you to Horse Lovers. Visit horselovers.com for all of your tack needs and all of your gift needs coming into the holidays. The second prize is Equa Brands Classic Equine Wool Top Pad, worth $130. It's a heavy custom weave, 100% wool blanket, which is long-lasting, durable, and good-looking. Three-quarter inch orthopedic grade felt on the bottom, soaks up the moisture, allows heat to dissipate away from the horse's back. It conforms to the horse's back while maintaining density. It's a convenient one-pad system, perfect for all disciplines. Look at us. At, we and always get complaints for the Western riders that we don't have anything. Well, look, today we're coming through. Well, the cinch and the pad yeah. as a side saddle rider would really benefit me because I used a Western pad on my horses as well yeah. as the Look Western you. cinch. You're, I know. you're so diverse. I am diverse. Yes. Okay. Uh, the last one is the horse Glasgow turnout, a hundred gram fill, a hundred dollar value. This rug is made from a waterproof breathable fabric good fit at the neck and shoulder area makes it comfortable and the high gusset allows a lot of movement the shell is a 600d polyester ripstop with waterproof with taped seams this rug is gorgeous so that is what the prizes are 300 dollars in prizes yeah good math glenn i I wanted to use my math degree for something (laughs) I mean, if you don't learn on this show, I don't know what you're learning from. Uh, let's start with Jessica sent the first one in. Now, remember, if you did send it in, Allison, Hannah, Nicole, Katie, Cassidy, Angel, and Hillary, if we don't read yours, you're still in the running for the prizes. So let's go to Jessica. I got an AQ, or Jessica sent us an AQHA stallion for sale, $3,500. He's a good looking boy, bad photographer. Good looking boy, bad photographer. Are we selling a photographer or a horse? I don't know. Uh, Registered AQHA quarter horse stallion, DNA five panel approved, fold in 2004, line bred Doc Olina. Okay, go ahead. 
It's oh, line bread. It says line bread. <laughs> I know, but line bread is the same thing as inbred. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yes. <laughs> but it's yes. not. But it, it's really it's inbred uncle. because it's the bread, like doughy kind. His uncle is his cousin. Yes. Easy okay. on fences. Does that mean he doesn't destroy the fences? What does that mean? He jumps them. Uh, registered as Grulo. <laughs> That's what it means. He jumps all the fences. He will not stay in his paddock. Throws color depending on mayor's genes. G or J-E-A-N-S. God. The mayor is wearing jeans now. Uh, ben rode a few years back, but won't call him broke. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, yep. No. But he's a, he's a bad photographer, so I don't want him. Geld that... What do you think they were trying to get at with good looking boy, bad photographer? That means their pictures were crap because oh, the horse doesn't look it. really good. Ah, got okay. it. Yeah, we'll take better pictures then. I'm a member of this Facebook page called 1 800 Guild that sh- And I would like to, no, it's the full word. Um, but I would like to say that I feel like I should be getting kickback from that <laughs> page because, like, that was You've my a lot of people there. statement. <laughs> Uh, but also because like, I feel like I have a hat, a listener, maybe a hat that says Gildesh, that stuff. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> I'm really proud. I'd sue him. Yeah. No, I'm just, you obviously really own the proud. copyright. It's not even that I need that Glenn. I'm just glad that it's taking off in the world. <laughs> the world is starting to see. We really see. need to sell hats that say that on the front and the horse radio logo on the back. I'm going to get to that. We need to sell. Mm-hmm. We can sell a ton at Christmas. Don't you think? It's dollar sign. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a fifty cents each hat. Okay, I will give Thanks. you a kickback. Yeah. Okay. Look, I'm making. It's like I'm just. It's like, a, like <laughs> You're working here, in. <laughs> making money. Uh, gorgeous quarter horse for sale, eighteen hundred dollars, and this comes from Kelly. I like it when I hear Abby laugh in the background because she's down below, and that means that we're funny. Um, <laughs> she doesn't even hear me. It means you're sale. funny. What are you oh, talking about? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It means I'm funny. You're not funny. She can't hear you. Twelve-year-old gorgeous full black Morgan mare quarter horse for sale, fourteen point one age chocolate color suite. Easy to catch. <laughs> Knows her quests. Good ground manners. Good for shots, Coggins. <laughs> Western saddle. Does pleasure and trail. Ride. <laughs> it's like, like a haiku. <laughs> yes, that's right. Like, how short can we make our sentences? Uh, knows her quest. I have no idea. I think that they meant to write cues. But oh, they did got it now. Okay, got uh, good it. times. Good Spelling times. is important in some Spelling, things. it doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> put on your jeans and uh, have some line bread. <laughs> Lisa sent this one in. That's our trailer of the week. Uh, antique trailer to move horses. <laughs> Oh, no, it's not. That's not for moving horses. Do not put horses in this trailer. I have for sale antique trailer to move horses. Please give best offer. Okay, I give you minus $300. Okay, it is one of our typical round-fronted lime green. was at one point lime green. Now it's just a puke green uh, trailer. But did you notice the wheels seem to be growing out of the ground? This thing is sat there for about 47 years. And also what it looks like is if you could hook it up, which probably you can't hook it up to a truck. It looks like you could have a gun hanging out the side and like shoot people as you could like, it's like a bank vault kind of trailer. You know, there's like no, 
It's not yeah. open on the, the side at all. at all. There's one yeah. tiny window on like the tag room door, but it looks like what are those armored cars? Like an, oh, armored, yes, an car. armored car. And the wheels are buried up to the axles. You, you can't even see the bottom half of the wheels at all. It's been sitting there so long. Again, mm. pictures are important. Bad photographer. Pull the trailer out, fill up the wheels with air, and make it look like it's been moved. Take all the junk out of the back. <laughs> it's got this that? huge, huge water, water trough trip. in the back. <laughs> Maybe the water trough comes with it. It's probably worth more than the trailer. That's a, no, Just, I definitely want it. <laughs> uh, Carlene sent the next one in, oh and God, this that's is a from Fat Horse, <laughs> Jacksonville Horse and Tech, and oh, okay. uh, Jessica sent this one, and then there's the photo Florida. is it could be I don't know. It's got to be Florida. Come yeah. on. Come on, who are you kidding? That's a oh, fat yeah, horse Florida. in the photo. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> fat horse in the photo. And there's some bloodlines that I don't care about um, or know about. Anyone interested in a broodmare? She is sound and broke to ride, but she's not a good riding horse. <laughs> Honestly, she is a little crazy. You have to drug her to do her feet. She is stubborn. Rears when getting shots. Would be best as a brood. No, no, she wouldn't. <laughs> Why do Number people one, always say that? Train your horse. Number two, don't breathe that. Do you know how many shots and rectals a horse has to get if they're a broodmare? <laughs> They're going to kill, kill somebody. Oh my god, she's 14 hands. She is not one to breed. Okay, just because she has a uterus does not make her a good baby maker. Jesus. She has I, a classic uh, Western name too, Reno's Dusty Sue. That is Reno's embarrassing. Dusty Sue. <laughs> train, just train did, the horse. Did this just make train you want to get this horse and train it? Did it really make you? Did it make you want to take this horse all and prove of them all wrong? And I want all of them. And again, <laughs> remember, people, when you do really bad ads, you have to have no soul. Otherwise, it's not funny. <laughs> Move on. Sarah sent this one in. It's a great quarter horse. We're in the Western world today. We really are. Western prizes, Western horses. I have a great sorrel quarter horse mare that has been in the family for at least one generation. Oh, wow. I all might have been in the family for one generation. <laughs> family lore says grandpa won her in a card game. <laughs> family lore. That is, if grandpa is, that's three generations. Yeah, that's, that's right. That is three I mean, generations. I I'm no mathematician. Maybe we can we have our get last a degree. guest on to have. As a matter of fact, we never went to college, but there's that. Uh, she is safe. I did as, some college. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Well, a week. <laughs> I did. It's details are not important. <laughs> she is safe as safe can be. Put your clueless cousin on her and walk away with confidence, knowing she will be within 20 feet of her. <laughs> Wait a minute. Put her, your clueless cousin on her and walk away with confidence, knowing she will be within 20 feet of where you left her. Um, the cousin or the horse? I'm not sure which. Uh, and your cousin will still be on her back if he hasn't lost interest, dismounted, or gone to shoot tan tin cans with his BB gun. If you've got obnoxious family members who come to visit every holiday season that insist they need to ride the horse, this is your gal. Your five-year-old registered, highly trained, paid more than I did for my house. Show horse will thank you. Oh, God. I think they thought this was a really clever ad. Yeah. But it actually is really terrible. <laughs> it's a bad ad. Thanks, Sarah. You And they never put the price, so I'm imagining they're asking about $250,000 for this horse. Uh, she's perfect. She she's won't perfect. move. She don't do nothing. She, she do just nothing. stands there. 
She She's won't as move. fat as the one in the picture above. <laughs> Tell you what, you put your cousin on her. He's clueless. You can know that you can come out there three days later. She ain't moved. And probably your cousin has either died or has lost interest and jumped off and ran away. Can you picture this whole farm, though? It's got junk everywhere. There's there's a dump in the back. <laughs> just picture the you whole You know what farm. I do to move her is I just tie her up to the back of the tractor, Glenn, and I just pull her on through the field, man. That's the best way to give a pony ride Oh, we right went here. We went by a... Uh, a uh, polo farm the other day. There's a bunch of polo farms here in Ocala. We went by the other day, and sure enough, they had the horses out with the gator pulling five of them along to <laughs> work them out. Yeah, uh, that's a little different than the grade sorrel <laughs> quarter horse mare that's been in the family for at least one generation. Yeah. <laughs> the grandpa wanted a cart game. game. <laughs> Jeez. Wait Jeez. till you read the All next right. one. Oh, God. Darcy sent... Oh, is it, oh no, no, no. <laughs> Kaylin sent this one in, and yeah. it's an ad on Facebook by Darcy. And the last name has been blacked out because Glenn knew I would have read it. Um, what everyone go to stallion? Space, space, period, no space, looking to see what out there. No punctuation. I don't really have anything Let to add to read this. <laughs> Let me read this the way it's written. What everyone go to stallion looking to see what out there. That's the way it should have been read. And remember, those of you who are getting irritated that I make fun of the South, I am from the South. Okay. Yeah. I'm just mimicking my daddy. You should hear her okay. daddy. <laughs> we had her daddy on once, and I think I understood half of what he said. That's right. <laughs> he had the thickest southern accent I've ever heard. Do right. you think I make this stuff up? <laughs> no, I fought this my whole entire life, Glenn. Hey, uh, non-regional diction. We had a couple of people submit ads too that they read themselves, oh, and we're going to play them to lead out the day. And the first one was Lorene, and can, I got to give a. I have a message for Lorene. Lorene is the Hi, one. Lorene. Lorene is our listener that sent a huge box uh, to uh, my new dog. And she sent this box of toys, and my dog's name is Pickles, and she sent this very large Christmas pickle. And it's a pickle with a Christmas hat on it. And my dog will not let that thing go. The pickle is the favorite of all the toys this dog has. which Is like a little stuffed pickle? It's a stuffed pickle. She carries it from one room to the other. Back, if she moves beds, she carries the pickle with her. She loves the pickle, Lorene, and that's appropriate because her name's Pickles. But Lorene, you hit a home run with the pickle. All right, let's listen to Lorene. Hi, good morning. Hi, Lorene. I'm Barton, and I have a really bad ad to read, and sorry, Jamie, it's not in a southern accent. I tried, and it was humiliating, so I just can't. <laughs> we will just go with the accent I have, whatever it is. I don't know. But anyway, I have this ad from Phoenix, and it has no punctuation, and it's for a real ranch horse, $6,500. I have a real ranch horse, not a city slickers ranch horse that's six years old, <laughs> gelding 14.3. This horse is gentle and has seen plenty of miles in rough country and is like a mountain goat. He's been in the branding pen and used him for catching wild cattle and have seen every aspect of ranch work. He will make a hell of a calf horse or heel horse and he knows how to work a rope. We'll do some trading on stock trailer and one of them side by sides or trade on some cattle so i won't waste your time if you don't waste mine so if you have to ask your other half or parents do so before contacting me serious inquiries inquiries only 
The only fault he has is he has a cloudy left eye, which does not affect him in any way. Yes, it does. Except he can't see. (laughs) I guess um, if you have a stock trailer, you could go trade it for a cloudy-eyed ranch horse. That's it. Thanks. Have a great day. You know, we have a trailer a little above that we could trade yeah, for this. Yeah. yeah, if you can get it out of the dirt, you can go trade. Uh, let's see. Now, this is interesting because Jennifer does these in the morning, and she put these in here, and she said, do not change the order of these two ads. So we had Lorene's ad first, and now we have Lisa's, and I don't know why. So let's take a listen. Hi, guys. It's Lisa from New Zealand. And I have a challenge. My challenge is for you, Lorene Barden. And my challenge is this, that I am going to read my really bad ad today in the accent of Lorene Barden. And Lorene, I challenge you to read your next really bad ad in my Kiwi accent. Um, I love tips on doing that. When you say thank you, you say thank you. And um, when you say six, you say six. And, uh, yeah, so there's some tips to help you out. (laughs) In the meantime, here we go with my really bad, probably going to be really, really bad. (laughs) And the voice of Lorene, accent of Lorene Bowden. Standard bread. Asking price, 50 cents. (laughs) Okay, hang on. Free to a knowledgeable home. Bob, no more than 15 HH, four-year-old gelding. He has been backed but green. We have only had him a short time, and he has come on so much. I have done lots of groundwork with him. He is super cool boy. Due to business commitments, I don't have the time. I don't know where that southern accent came from. <laughs> I thought I lost it now. I thought I had a a head for a young green horse. That's the end of the ad. Thank goodness. I'm sure. Hopefully that wasn't insulting, Lorraine. But I thought, you know, girl, challenge on. Thank you. <laughs> and that's my really bad <laughs> Lisa, that was great. <laughs> oh, my God. My face hurts. As soon as I can travel to New Zealand, I'm going to visit her. She sounds fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Gauntlet drop, Lorene. We have worldwide throwdowns going right now. <laughs> I mean, come on. Who are you? This is amazing. All this right, people, you need to step up day. your game. You ordinary people that aren't doing accents, you people are submitting <laughs> ads that are just talking like normal, you need to step up your game. Now we need somebody from, like, South Africa, from Europe. We need more We need more uh, countries submitting really bad ads. I will get South Africa. I will find somebody. <laughs> I know people. We do have listeners in South Africa, too. So here he is. Find some bad ads and submit them and, and uh, talk with your best Brooklyn I accent. I bet the bad accents in South Africa are amazing. <laughs> I could listen to Lisa all day, by the way. I got to get oh her. My God. We that was my, <laughs> we that might have been my favorite, favorite thing ever. We're oh going to play God. her again sometime because I'm going to keep that one in handy. Because anytime we need a laugh, we'll just play Lisa's ad. That was funny. Lorene, challenge.
You need a New Zealand accent next time. She wouldn't even do my challenge as a southern accent. <laughs> Lisa Gitter. Sick her. Oh, my God. That was fantastic. And we didn't set that up. This is all they're doing. I had nothing to do I with it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Amazing. Lisa, that made my week. That should make all your weeks right there. That, that should. Look, she's trying to help us out. She knows what a rough week we had in America. Look at the New Zealander out there helping us out. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> Lisa, Lorene, everybody who sent in really bad ads, thank you so thank very you. much. Thanks to all of our sponsors, Kentucky Performance Products, Equiderma. We love you guys being here and part of the show. Glenn, Congratulations, you made it another I week. I did make it another week. And uh, you all made it another week, too. No matter who wins today, uh, you know or what? Tomorrow. We're going to be well, here next week. January 20th. Yeah, we're going to be here next week doing a show. So, you know, we'll help you forget about politics. That's what we do here. Now, I'm going to be here with Lisa on Monday because Jamie decided she's going to go to an amusement park or something. Um, and then... Uh, Universal Studios. I'm taking my kid out of school and we're like, screw it. Let's go on vacation. Chad had a couple of days and we're like, I, Let's, I'm, what place I'm jealous, can we actually. Go? You and Harry Potter. Are you, do you oh, yeah. like butterbeer? Have you ever tried it? I've never had it. you got to try it. You're going to be in Harry Potter world. You have to try butterbeer. Do they have an alcoholic version or is it just like butter? Like I don't like butter. so it's, It doesn't really taste like it. didn't taste like butter. Jennifer liked it. I hated it. So you, one of you's got to try it. You're doing do butter. You're going there. You have to do butterbeer. It's just required. Okay. So Well, if Harry likes it, it's good enough for me. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, hang on. We'll just hang around for two seconds uh, for the auditors. And then we have to get to our weekend. But I have a very special guest filling in for you next Wednesday. One of our terrific auditors, Jacqueline Burke, the adventure. Cool. Yeah, it's going to join me. And it's going to be, gonna her, be her first time co-hosting. She sat in the show in the studio here one time, but uh, she's going to co- she wanted to try it. So we're going to we're going to give it a try. All right, Spain, New York, everybody.